Mastering the art of handling difficult customers. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome store managers to this edition of Thrive from Sea Store Center. Let's be honest, even on our best days, we will encounter a few difficult customers. Maybe it's the impatient person fuming over a long line, the disgruntled bargain hunter complaining about a price, or even someone having a bad day and taking it out on you as the first person they see. Today, we will turn those challenging moments into opportunities to shine. Understanding your audience. The first step to handling any difficult situation is to identify the kind of customer you're dealing with. Here's a quick breakdown of common personalities. The impatient one, they want what they want and they wanted yesterday. Focus on efficiency and clear communication. The impatient customer, the need for speed. Imagine this, the lines out the door, the phones ringing, and in walks a customer who clearly couldn't care less about your current chaos. They want their coffee, lottery ticket, and gun pack, and they want it right this second. The key with impatient folks is to cut to the chase. Focus on getting them what they need as quickly as possible, but with clear communication so they feel in the loop. Acknowledge the wait, a simple I'll be with you as soon as possible. Let's them know they're not invisible. Work fast, but don't rush. Rushing leads to mistakes. Focus on efficient, smooth movements. Communicate clearly. Tell them if there's a delay, like brewing a fresh coffee pot. Say something like, your coffee will be ready in three minutes. A speedy success story. I once had a regular who fit this impatient type perfectly. He'd come in every morning, order the same thing, and tap his foot while waiting. One day, I learned his name and started prepping his drink when I saw him walk in. When he got to the register, his coffee was waiting. He was shocked. He wasn't grumpy. He was always in a rush. A little efficiency and anticipation made him one of our most loyal customers. The power of perception. The trick with impatient customers is that sometimes we think they're being unreasonable when they just want to be acknowledged. A quick greeting or an update on their wait time can make all the difference in changing their perception of the situation. Do you have any other tips or strategies for handling those time-crunched customers? Let's share ideas. The angry one, they're upset, maybe even yelling. Your goal is to de-escalate, not get dragged into an argument. Angry customers are perhaps the trickiest challenge a convenience store manager faces. Let's break down how to manage those heated moments without losing your cool. The angry customer walking on eggshells. We've all been there. A customer storms in, face red, voice raised. They're fuming about a wrong price, a spilled drink, a perceived injustice. Our instinct is to defend ourselves, to fight back, but that's the worst thing you can do. Remember, you're not dealing with a rational person at this moment. They're running on pure emotion. Your goal isn't to win an argument, it's to de-escalate the situation and find a resolution. Here's how. Don't react, take a breath. Their anger isn't about you, it's about their problem. Let them vent, let them get it out of their system. Don't interrupt, even if they're wrong. Empathize, not apologize. Use phrases like, I can see why you're upset this validates their feelings without admitting fault. Focus on solutions. Once they've calmed down slightly, start working towards a solution to their problem. When the coffee explodes. Let me tell you about a time I had a customer whose hot coffee exploded in his hand. He was furious, understandably. I knew right away that arguing wouldn't help. Instead, I stayed calm, apologized for the cup malfunctioning, and got him a new drink immediately. I then quietly took the defective cup, discreetly refunded his money, and even tossed in a pastry. He left feeling heard and valued, not just angry. The magic of empathy. Angry customers often just want to feel like someone cares about their problem. 
By putting yourself in their shoes for a moment, even if you think they're overacting, you open the door to find that solution faster. Let's talk about those situations. Have you ever had to deal with an irate customer? What approach worked or didn't work? The demanding one, they have an impossible list of requests. Be firm on policy while being empathetic to their frustration. Let's talk about those customers who walk into our stores with expectations that often exceed what we can realistically offer. The demanding customer when no isn't enough. You know the type, they want a special discount that doesn't exist, a price adjustment on an expired sale, or a return on a mysteriously half-empty bag of chips. They push those boundaries, hoping you'll cave to make them disappear. Here's the trick with demanding customers, hold your ground on store policy, but soften the no with empathy for their situation. Understand the want, why are they asking for the impossible? Are they trying to save a buck, fix a mistake they made, or just feel like they're getting something special? Be clear on policy, don't be vague, state clearly, I'm unable to return open food items. But, offer alternatives, is there something within a policy you can offer? A coupon for their next visit, pointing out an upcoming sale. Don't take it personally, they're likely frustrated with the situation, not with you. The case of the missing muffin. I once had a customer insist she'd bought a special type of muffin that morning. The only problem was that we didn't even sell that type. Instead of arguing, I listened to her describe it, realized which muffin she might have mistaken it for, and offered her a similar one at the same price. She was still a bit disgruntled but appreciated that I tried to find a solution instead of dismissing her request outright. Balancing boundaries and empathy. Demanding customers test our limits. Remember, it's okay to say no in a respectful but firm way. Acknowledging their frustration while still upholding your store's policies can often turn a potential conflict into a workable outcome. Do you have any stories about particularly demanding customers you've encountered? How did you handle them? The indecisive one, they can't make up their mind. Patience is key and offering guidance can go a long way. Let's dive into the beautiful world of indecisive customers, where convenience store aisles become a battleground of internal debate. Indecisive customers, choices, and consequences. Picture this, a customer muttering blankly at the energy drink cooler. Should I get the red one or the blue one? Another is hovering between two nearly identical candy bars. They're not trying to be difficult, they're genuinely overwhelmed with the choices. Your role with indecisive customers becomes that of a gentle guide. Patience is your superpower here. Here's how you can help. Don't rush them. They need time to process. A friendly, take your time. I'm right here if you need help. Goes a long way. Ask open-ended questions. Find out what they're looking for. Do you like sweeter flavors or something more tart? Helps narrow it down. Offer recommendations. Be specific, but don't overwhelm them. This is our best seller and many customers like this one. But let me know if you want something different. Embrace the silly, sometimes a bit of lightheartedness helps them relax. Let's flip a coin, heads it's the red energy drink, tails it's the blue, a chip choosing champion. I remember one particularly indecisive customer agonizing over chip flavors. I started asking questions only to find out he was just hungry and couldn't focus. I offered him a small sample of each flavor. Problem solved. He was so grateful and ended up buying both bags. The power of informed choice. And decisive customers often don't need you to choose. They need enough information to feel confident in their choices. You can turn their frustration into satisfaction by asking the right questions and providing a little guidance. Have you ever had a comically indecisive customer? Sometimes those stories become our favorites to share. Mastering the techniques. No matter the personality type, there are core techniques that will serve you well. 
Stay calm. This is your superpower. Take a deep breath. Don't take anything personally. Your calm demeanor can diffuse a tense situation. Let's delve deeper into two essential core techniques for mastering those tricky customer interactions. Staying calm and handling indecisive shoppers. Staying calm, your shield of sanity. In the heat of a problematic customer encounter, staying calm is easier said than done. But think of your calm demeanor as a superpower that can neutralize tension. Here's how to make it work. Breathe sounds simple, but a few deep breaths change your body's stress response. Step back mentally, remind yourself, this isn't about me, it's about a problem that needs solving. Positive self-talk, a silent mantra like I've got this helps you stay centered. Visualize success, picture the interaction ending positively. This keeps you focused on the goal. The case of the fuming frap. I once had a customer whose blended drink wasn't made perfectly. She was yelling, throwing insults, I felt the anger bubbling up in myself. I took a physical step backward, forced myself to breathe, and said calmly, I want to fix this for you. Just that slight shift changed the energy. She took a breath, too, and we worked out a solution. Guiding the indecisive, your roadmap to success. Remember, patience is the name of the game with those customers who just can't decide. Think of yourself as their helpful navigator. Slow it down, offer them a moment to focus with a phrase like, it's many choices, let's narrow it down. Become an expert, knowing your products well builds your confidence in making recommendations. Don't be afraid to be playful. Sometimes, a little lighthearted humor, such as this aisle is famous for causing decision paralysis, puts them at ease. The power of combining techniques. The best part about mastering these techniques is that they work together beautifully. Your calm demeanor makes it easier to be patient with indecisive folks. Helping someone make a decision can diffuse a tense situation. Let's talk about it. Do you find it easier to stay calm with certain types of customers than others? What are your go-to self-soothing techniques when things get heated? Actively listen, let them vent, show you're hearing them with phrases like, I understand your frustration. Active listening might seem simple, but it's one of the most powerful tools for turning a difficult customer interaction into a positive experience. Active listening, the magic of being heard. Think about a time you felt genuinely frustrated. Maybe your order was wrong or you felt ignored by a customer service rep. All you wanted was for someone to hear you out to acknowledge your problem. That's what active listening does for demanding customers. Here's the key. Truly listen and show them you're listening. Focus fully, put away distractions and make eye contact. Your body language says, I'm present. Don't interrupt. Let them get it all off their chest, even if they repeat themselves. Reflect back, use phrases like, so you're saying that or it sounds like you're frustrated because. Seek more information, ask clarifying questions calmly, not defensively. Can you tell me more about what happened? The case of the missing receipt. I once had a customer return an item without a receipt, swearing they'd bought it here that morning. Our policy was clear, no receipt, no return. He was getting louder, clearly frustrated. Instead of arguing, I listened. I repeated what he was saying and asked for details about the purchase. Turns out, he was right. He'd used a self-checkout and I was able to find the transaction in the system. His genuine relief was clear. The power of validation. Active listening isn't about agreeing with the customer, but showing them that their feelings have been heard. That validation alone can often de-escalate a situation, opening the door for you to work toward a real solution. Have you ever had an interaction where active listening turned a frustrated customer into a satisfied one? Let's hear your stories. Find common ground, look for points of agreement, even small. A share, this policy is frustrating, goes a long way. 
Finding common ground is like finding that tiny sliver of light in a completely dark room. It changes the whole dynamic of the conversation. Let's explore how this works. Finding common ground, building a bridge. Even with the most challenging customers, there's usually some point where you can agree. It might be as small as sharing frustration over a situation you both find inconvenient. Here's how to use this to your advantage. Be honest, it's perfectly okay to say, you're right, our return policy can be confusing. Empathize out loud, a simple, I'd be frustrated too if I was in your shoes makes them feel hurt. Shift the focus, move the conversation from the problem to a shared goal. Let's see what I can do to help. The frustrated lottery customer. I recall a customer who stormed in, yelling about a lottery ticket he insisted was a winner. The machine clearly said not a winner, but he was livid. Instead of getting defensive, I said, I understand, those readouts can be tricky. Let's double check it together. It turns out he was misreading a symbol. Once he realized it, he calmed down, and I even helped him pick out a few new tickets. The disappearing discount. Here's a classic example. A customer comes in expecting a sale price that's already expired. I've found that saying, I know, sale changes are frustrating. Let's see if there are any other deals you qualify for. Shifts the conversation away from the disagreement and towards finding a solution. Why it works. Finding common ground reminds the customer you're not their enemy. You're both humans dealing with a less than ideal situation. It creates a sense of partnership and opens them up to the possibility of a compromise. Let's talk tactics. Have you ever found common ground with a demanding customer? What was the situation and how did you find that point of agreement? Apologize, even if you're right, a sincere I'm sorry this is inconvenient doesn't mean you agree with them, but it validates their feelings. Let's dive into the sometimes tricky art of apologizing because even when you've done nothing wrong, an apology can be your most effective tool. The apology paradox. It seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? Apologizing to a customer who's being unreasonable. But here's the thing, an apology isn't about admitting fault, it's about showing empathy for their experience. Think of it like this. Sorry for the situation, not the action. I'm sorry this item is out of stock. I know that's frustrating. Validate their feelings. You're right. It's disappointing when a sale ends. Own the experience. Let me see what I can do to improve this for you. The spilled drink debacle. I once had a customer whose self-serve drink exploded all over the floor. She wasn't at fault, but she was embarrassed and flustered. My team cleaned up the mess and I said, I'm so sorry about this inconvenience. Can I get you a fresh drink or anything else? That simple apology acknowledging that something had gone wrong for her immediately calmed her down. It wasn't about who was right, but about turning a bad experience into a positive one. The magic of the not apology. Notice how the phrases we discussed don't admit wrongdoing. They focus on the customer's experience. That's the key to making this work. You're not giving in to unreasonable demands. You're showing the customer that you care about their feelings, even when you can't tell them exactly what they want. When the sorry works. Apologizing sincerely for the customer's frustration can de-escalate situations, make them feel heard, and open the door to finding an alternative solution they might be happy with. It's a subtle shift, but it can have a considerable impact. Have you ever seen a well-timed apology change the course of a difficult customer interaction? Let's share our success stories. Know your limits. When things get abusive or unsafe, don't hesitate to disengage. Get your manager involved or even ask the customer to leave. While our goal as convenience store managers is to provide excellent customer service, there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. Let's talk about those situations when enough is enough and you must put your safety and sanity first. 
Knowing your limits, protecting yourself and your team. There comes a time when the escalation tactics simply don't work. When a customer becomes verbally abusive or physically threatening or creates an unsafe environment for you or your team, you have the right and the responsibility to draw a boundary. Here's what you need to keep in mind. Your safety is priority one. You never have to tolerate abuse or threats to yourself or others. Disengage calmly. If possible, remove yourself from the situation. I'll get my manager to help you signals that this interaction is over. Involve your team. Don't face a threatening situation alone. Use walkie-talkies discreetly or even pre-planned code words. Don't be afraid to ask them to leave. Clearly state, your behavior is unacceptable. Please leave the store. Document the incident. This protects you if the situation escalates further. When I can help you didn't work. I had a customer clearly intoxicated, becoming increasingly belligerent. He was knocking over displays, scaring other customers. I tried my best to calm him down, but it was useless. I subtly asked my coworker to call the police, then told the customer firmly that he needed to leave. Thankfully, he did, but knowing backup was on the way was crucial. The power of no. Saying no to abusive behavior is empowering. Remember, you're not just protecting yourself, you're creating a safe environment for your team and customers. It's okay to prioritize your well-being over an unreasonable person determined to make a scene. Has anyone else dealt with a situation where it was necessary to disengage or even ask a customer to leave? Sharing our strategies helps us all feel more prepared. Role-playing time. Now, let's put these techniques into practice. This is where things get fun. I'm going to throw some challenging customer scenarios at you and we'll work through them together. Get ready to act out some solutions. Let's get those customer service skills honed with some role-playing scenarios. Think of these like a workout for your difficult customer handling muscles. Warm up, practice makes perfect. Before we dive into scenarios, here are some things to keep in mind. Get into character, one person plays the customer, the other the manager. Really channel the frustration. No right answers, focus on practicing techniques, not on solving the problem perfectly. Debrief is key. After each scenario, discuss what worked, what didn't, and what you might try differently. Scenario 1, the case of the missing muffin. Customer, furious, insists they bought a particular muffin this morning, but it's sold out. They demand a refund and accuse you of hiding them behind your back. Manager, remember, stay calm, actively listen, find common ground, offer reasonable alternatives. Scenario 2, Midnight Madness Mayhem. Customer, clearly intoxicated, starts yelling, demanding an illegal item to sell at that hour. They refuse to leave. Manager, focus on disengagement, getting help, and clearly asking the customer to leave. Scenario 3, the indecision strikes. Customer, stands frozen in front of the snack aisle, muttering about choices. It's creating a line behind them. Manager, time to practice patience, open-ended questions, and gentle nudges toward a decision. Ready to rumble. All right, who wants to be the first disgruntled customer? Letting loose and playing the bad guy for a change is fun. And those playing the manager get those techniques ready. Let's make this a safe space for experimenting and learning together. Are there any other scenarios you'd like to practice? Group discussion. Let's have an open discussion. Share a challenging customer experience. What worked and what didn't? What are your store's policies on handling extreme situations? How can we build a team culture where everyone feels supported when dealing with difficult customers? Let's shift gears from practice to open sharing. Group discussions are powerful tools for learning from each other's experiences and building a team-focused approach to even the toughest customer challenges. 
Discussion point one, sharing more stories. Let's kick this off by sharing a tough customer encounter. Be specific. What was the issue? How did the customer behave? What techniques did you try? What did or didn't work? It's okay to laugh at those crazy situations after the fact. Sometimes, just getting it off your chest helps you move on and learn from it. Discussion point two, policy power up. Knowing your store's policies inside and out gives you confidence when dealing with those demanding customers. Let's discuss. Are our refunds, returns, or sale pricing policies clear and easy for our team to understand? What situations are gray areas where manager discretion is needed? How do we handle truly extreme situations, like threats or disruptive behavior? Are there clear guidelines everyone knows? Discussion point three, building a support system. No one should feel alone when dealing with a nightmare customer. Let's brainstorm. How can we discreetly signal for help from a coworker when a situation escalates? What's the best way to debrief after a brutal encounter to vent and learn from? How can we celebrate those moments when someone handles a challenging customer with rockstar grace? The power of sharing. By openly discussing our experiences, we start to see patterns. Maybe we realize our return policy needs clarification or that having a code phrase for needing backup is brilliant. Sharing what works and what doesn't turns those difficult experiences into opportunities for the whole team to improve. Okay, folks, let's dig in. Who wants to share their most memorable customer encounter? Conclusion. Remember, difficult customers are part of the job. But with the right strategies and mindset, you can turn those encounters into positive experiences. By staying calm, empathetic, and firm, you protect your store, team, and sanity. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. How can we balance excellent customer service with setting boundaries for unreasonable behavior? What are some proactive ways to head off difficult situations before they escalate? Let's keep this conversation going. Feel free to share any scenarios you'd like help tackling. I look forward to your insights and questions. I am working on two exciting things I hope to have ready in the next few months. One is a digital newsletter or magazine for store-level employees called C-Store Thrive. I will share more information when the time comes. I will also start a podcast to talk to employees like you who keep the industry going. Let me know if you want to share your story with the industry. Please email your questions and comments to admin at cstorecenter.com. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Thrive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Thrive from C-Store Center is a sink or swim production.